Welcome to the podcast, Let's Discuss. Hello, I'm Noah Bailey, and in this podcast of Let's Discuss, we will be talking about social media in teens, society, and schools. Today, I will be joined by the guest, Sam Garcia. Hi, I'm Sam Garcia, and Noah and I are going to be talking about social media. All right, well, Sam, how have you been today? I've been pretty good. Um, where are we going to start? So, I would actually like to start with talking about some of the negative and posit- positive effects of social media because I think social media can't be really taken away. People enjoy it too much. And I do know that there are negative effects. And I do not know if those negative effects could be solved, but. I would like to talk about some possible means of solving those problems. Okay, I think it's important to identify the problems before we solve them. So uh, this is what I think about social media. I think uh, just sending something back and forth uh, behind a screen to someone, um, it really desensitizes us to uh, social interactions. And it's, it's ironic because it's called social media, but it makes us so much less social with people yeah and especially in terms of person to person but it is incredibly um useful in terms of spreading information quickly upon vast areas of the world yeah it's definitely useful but i'd say there definitely are some drawbacks to it yeah social media like i i'd say it's good for like homework and group job projects and i was reading an article and it said actually people with social anxiety like to use social media because it's a quote-unquote less threatening way to interact with your peers yeah it's great for i mean on facebook they started the whole hashtag me too and the march for our lives thing which is great people are getting together but i think what, what i'm really targeting for something that's that's not okay for today's society is when people let's say on snapchat say just send like a picture of the floor or their forehead or whatever and uh, that doesn't really mean anything. We just kind of send that uh, just to send something, just to get the, quote, streaks or whatever. Um, yeah. Personally, I think if you're going to social media um, or the social media app, uh, Snapchat, I'd say it is it is very interesting because it can be used to like send pictures and share what you're doing with friends like in the moment. Um, and it like goes away after 24 hours, but a lot of people that I know just use it for, like, if I'll get a picture on Snapchat, like sometimes it's a picture of like the floor, or like I like yeah. I I'd rather see a picture of somebody's face inside the floor, and, exactly inside the floor, and I guess that also goes into talking to somebody in person. Yeah, exactly. Even still, a picture of someone's face is not nearly the kind of social interaction you would get if you were with them. You saw them talking and breathing and living. It's a completely different experience from just looking at a completely silent, blank picture uh, on your phone. Agreed. So, um, like, how do you think that social media, like, some negative effects of social media could actually be depression, anxiety, loneliness? Um, like, because when you're using social media, like, instead of talking to somebody in person, person to person you're you're just like kind of staring through a screen and, and like 
that can be seen as being lonely because you're not actually with them. So yeah, I think uh, the whole stories thing can kind of create a lot of drama. If you see some people hanging out at their house or something and you weren't invited, that can actually cause some maybe depression issues or something like that. Uh, really, social media is really good in a lot of ways, but in some ways, I feel like especially among teens, it can cause a lot of social drama and um, if, if that continues into later life, uh, I, I don't know, it, it might be hard to find a lasting relationship or something like that. Indeed. So, like, and especially with the uh, relationships, like, within the social media, like, today people are, like, getting on dating apps, I suppose, like, um, Tinder and other ones like that. That's, like, the obvious one, like... It's called like swiping. I think, I think it is actually healthier to meet somebody in person exactly. instead of sorry looking at people through if like like thinking like looking at people like pictures of people and reading their description. It's like oh like this person could be suitable for me. Like that's kind of dumb. Exactly, this whole swipe right generation type of thing is. Um, I think it's really going to create an entire generation of people that don't know how to form lasting relationships and um, really make connections with other humans. They're just, they're completely desensitized with this this whole swipe, right? Oh, I want that person. And it really doesn't, you don't feel any love or anything like that. It's really not healthy at all for what, for humans at all. So getting back to the, <coughs> kind of towards the beginning and of the topic, like, how do you think like social media could be like solved i suppose you could put it um see this is an interesting question because i really the, the real answer is i don't know because there's so many big companies out there like facebook and that now controls instagram there's snapchat there's twitter so many things and i think they're just going to keep coming out with more uh social ways to just completely shut yourself off from the outside world while they think they're really connecting us more um, I really don't know how we can overcome this, but I think if we work to work together and actually focus on the problem instead of uh, pretending it doesn't exist, we can. I think we could figure something out. Yeah, and I th I think the real answer is social media can't really be solved; it can only be controlled. So, like, I think like a popular solution for parents is obviously limiting the use of technology within um, within their children for their children and like I think that's healthy in a way like like lim video games could technically be called social media because you're interacting with somebody socially like throughout there and like personally I was limited to like an hour to like 30 minutes a day 30 minutes to an hour a day so I like earlier and I think that was actually good because it pushed me to go outside and like talk to people like talk to friends and instead of just sitting inside all day yeah absolutely i think the parents play a huge role in this um when they're controlling their kids or they're not controlling their kids this is really the issue is when they're not and the kids are just out of control they stay up till two in the morning on on their social media or whatever they don't go to get any sleep and they don't connect at all it can be really detrimental to them so the parents need to control that maybe set limits on the Wi-Fi to turn them off or just have the kids hand in their electronics before the night gets over or monitor their stuff, whatever they have to do 
to prevent to save their kids really from uh, this the whole social me- the issue with social media. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be good for us if we first um, talked about like the types of different social media because like we just discussed how video games could also be so how video games could be social media and like we talked about snapchat but there's also instagram facebook technically youtube could be um called a social media because people are um people are interacting like you can comment within the videos and i think the reason that these social media sites are so popular is because you 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 can be yourself kind of it's really easy to be a part of the social media because it's free to upload stuff and it's free for other people to interact with you within the sites and it's you being creative i guess like uploading what you want and it just makes it so easy yeah um i think with with uh back to the idea i was thinking about with parents and their kids uh a lot of times these days, more than ever, more than ever, people are um, they're getting divorced. They're not having families and stuff. They can they'll have kids and then they'll just completely they'll get divorced and ruin their kids' lives. And I think that'll be that's kind of a, a skipping step over every generation. One generation will do that, and the next generation will say, "I'm not going to do that to my kids. I'm going to stick with my with my partner." And then the generation after that, they don't they don't have that. They have parents, so then they they cause it again, the problem again, but I feel like it's getting worse because with social media, they're really, people don't really care anymore about anything. It's so easy to hide behind a screen and just say like, yeah, I'm breaking up with you or something and not really do it in person. If I think studies have shown if it's easier to do something, people are much more likely to do it. Yeah, and like um, people are building relationships through these dating apps, the social media dating apps, and they like, they could say undisclosed stuff that could cause them to divorce. So I think divorce has been get, has becoming more likely um, with within younger adults who use the dating apps and maybe they're not building as healthy relationships for and in long term that could cause children to have um, like issues with with the divorce. Like if they have a child and like oh one of them like it was I don't know. All right, I think some people they're they're completely overwhelmed by the situation with uh, the whole forming relationships and the social media really kind of li- limits them off. So uh, what they'll do is uh, they'll just try to avoid the system entirely. And when they're in their forties, they'll realize they're missing something, a certain solace that keeps them whole and that's when you can't it's too late you've already ruined your whole life you can't get back into the dating thing but they think they can with these tinder things or whatever and it doesn't actually form a lasting relationship it's just kind of a one night thing or or like a very short term type of uh, relationship that's not real yeah and I I like to point out like sometimes that like I don't know the exact statistics, but some like I've seen um, situations where it's worked and they've like gotten married through the apps, and I'm not sure 
whether it's like a better marriage than uh than it actually than an actual one where they met like not within the apps um like i don't know what the difference is but i'd say like it's very slim of the apps actually working opposed to like meeting through like a group of friends or like through a community that you're in yeah like um i think love is really just a form of familiarity over time and with um just over a screen you don't really get that kind of uh interaction with someone now we've been talking a lot about the negative effects of social media let's try to talk about uh, what do we think now about how it can benefit society and what we think it has for the future okay um so i would say social media is very good um as we i pointed out that it's very good for uh, spreading information widespread and like say you had a friend in china or and or like and you move to america you can still easily talk to the friend like through text and emails like you don't have to wait week like weeks to send a letter across the world and letters are still very popular amongst the older generations but now the younger generations instead of going over like for children i'd i'd say it's not rare to find somebody instead of going over to their neighbor's house and like knocking on their doors to see if they can like play i'd say they could just they're almost getting lazier they're just texting to see if they're around and like i think with uh, just texting like it can cause the generations to be um, less healthy in terms of like um, weight and uh, outdoor activity because you're supposed to have an hour or of like play outside every day like that's a a popular commercial and I think that that that's a negative effect but okay I think. Uh... With this, uh, the the future of technology is faster. It's faster paced than ever, and what we have to look out for, although we get information faster than ever. I mean, we used to have to send, yeah, as you said, letters around the world to try to get information about what uh, political, politically, what countries are doing and stuff. But now we know instantly. There's articles all the time, every single second of the day, that are being published about what's going on in the world. I know right now Syria is a hot topic and uh, its relationship with Russia, and that can be really great, but we have to look out for uh, misinformation, some what Trump calls fake news or whatever, mm-hmm. um, And but I think it can be really, it's a really good thing for the future of humanity. Yeah. And... Uh... All right, that's our time. Thank you for listening. No, that's not our, that's not our time. <laughs> I was going to say something, but then I forgot. Um, I was going to say... I think... I think we should take a pause in, in our topic currently, and I think we should go to... Um, like... I think some of the positive effects, like, of social media, like, with YouTube and Instagram say there are famous artists or well not famous artists but uh, teens or children who 
want to get their artwork and or say they're very um, they're very good at making vi videos that people enjoy watching or you want to be a writer and you can you can write a movie and initially post it to YouTube and I'd say YouTube is actually getting more popular than um, than commercial TV shows that you have to pay for because YouTube is 100% free. You can upload your own stuff and you can also receive money. I think the opportunity, yeah, I think the opportunity for uh, creating a business or entrepreneurship or starting your own something or channel on YouTube is better than ever. People have a, can go viral and they can really make a name for themselves at a young age, which is great. I love seeing these uh, people that are like in their teens making multi-million dollar companies. I think it's really great. Yeah, and Twitter is very it's it's very good at advertising because if somebody sees what they like, they can retweet it and share it to what they're seeing and and their friends can retweet that and it's just uh the whole base can um the whole um audience base can grow with that with just a click of a single button and that makes it really easy for these younger children to uh, do what they enjoy but there's going back to negative effects of teens like with the teens using the uh, thing with like people can share that they like it but also people can easily say that they don't like it and that can lead to bullying and that could lead to the uh, user having depression or something that negatively affects the uh, user or sharer. And I feel like peop uh, ch teens and children are actually getting depression at a younger age and like the cyberbullying can also lead to anxiety because they're afraid they're afraid to speak up because they're afraid that people are just going to quickly put them down and i know for a fact that 75 percent of teenagers in america have profiles on social media sites and like with the bullying that makes 75 percent of teenagers being able to be cyberbullied and as as we discussed in a previous podcast, we know that cyberbullying is makes the bullier feel like it's easy because you're not saying it to someone's face, you're saying it to somebody else's screen. And like they that person won't actually they might not talk back because you, they're not there. They can't punch the bully back technically like it, it's just words and like the saying is sticks and stones will break my bones but words will never hurt me like i think that could be that that technically that is wrong currently because of social media and cyber cyber bullying like the words the text that can create suicidal thoughts which honestly it's really dumb i don't think that should be happening like i think going back to parents limiting their social media, I don't say that parent, I don't, I'm not really saying parents should go through their children's phones and social media sites, but I think it would be good for 
uh, parents to monitor what they're saying to their friends because what if they're bullying? Like parents need to talk to talk to their children, tell them that this bullying is bad, that they need to shape up. I guess there's definitely a risk when you put yourself out there. Of course, like when you make a YouTube video, you can you're setting yourself yeah, up like for... Yeah, it could go good or bad. Exactly. You're setting yourself up for a lot of hate. Some people just do it just because, not even if they really hate you. Um, that's also true for the, just Instagram accounts and whatnot, not just YouTube videos. But cyberbullying, I do know that suicide is growing in the world. It is more prominent than ever. But that may be due to the more availability of firearms and we don't have to really get into that because that doesn't have to do much with social media but i do think social media does have an effect on suicidal thoughts today and some teens if they're being cyber bullied and it's really really easy for someone to find someone's find a person who goes to their high school find their instagram account or something and post uh something that is really rude to them or tell them to kill themselves i don't know yeah, and YouTube is good uh, about that because you can turn off comments. Like if, like parents could turn off, like restrict comments for, um, like if a child puts on, puts up a YouTube video to YouTube, they upload you a video, they can turn off comments, and that could be good. Uh, well, initially, like obviously it's not a high risk thing, but it is a, obviously like a lower thing you could do, and I think it. For the social media, like, I know that there have been posts to social media sites threatening their high schools, and it's good that the police can see this and arrest the person who posts the threatening things, and it's good that they can spread information about school shootings so quickly. Like, people use social media to start the marches and start the walkouts, but it is also like that because what if the social media caused that person to shoot up a school because someone was bullying them like it's kind of um yeah, i'm glad with, that the big tech giants today are really trying to hit this problem hard with these new algorithms that come out that try to find all these bad things and try to try to uh, eliminate them from society they're really trying hard but it's there's just so many and everyone so many people in the world have uh phones there's like billions of people in the world that have phones it could be really hard to uh negate those yeah and facebook um was trying to create a program that could help people with suicidal thoughts and they could actually stop um comments with that are bullying initially uh but uh, Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, he actually posted something to Twitter or and Facebook saying that their AI uh, is actually, it's obviously, it's not perfect. It's within the first years that it's been creative. And he said that it won't be fully working until past 2020. And so obviously it's not a good solution currently. And um, before we go, I think that we need to take a commercial break and thank our sponsors. So we'll be back right after this message. This podcast has been brought to you by the Dollar Shave Club. Do you need a shave? 
while Dollar Shave Club brings razors right to your door for a lot of money off of a of going to a regular store and buying razors from there by Dollar Shave Club. This podcast has also been brought to you by Casper Mattresses, a mattress that you can sleep on. This podcast has also brought, been brought to you by all the social media sites. Use them, but don't bully people. Thank you. Our last sponsor is ABC Therapy. If you need help and people are bullying you or you have depression or anxiety, please see a therapist at ABC Therapy. Well, Sam, thank you for coming on to our podcast. It's really been an honor uh, interviewing you. And I, I do know that social media will, will play a huge role in how, our, uh, in how humanity develops. And I can't wait to see the future. Thank you, Noah. And thank you, audience, for listening to our podcast. We will see you in the next one. Thank you.